the Cannabishes. Welcome to High Tea. High Tea is a high-vibe cannabis entertainment company for women who also love weed. This is a thoughtful and blunt exploration of pot and its magic, the role it has in the lives and processes of cool and creative people everywhere, and an evolving cannabis culture we're seeing happen before our very eyes. We're elevating perceptions with every episode. Listen up as we go in. Happy high holidays, my cannabishes. I hope everybody is well, feeling good, feeling light, feeling right. So I've already recorded an introduction to this, so I don't know how that's going to work. And then I started reading a book that I got for myself for Christmas called Cannabis and Spirituality, an explorer's guide to an ancient plant spirit ally. Now, it's a bunch of essays and collections that honestly I've yet to dive into, but even the foreword took me back so potently, I would say, that I felt the need to share. <clears throat> because in reality, this is all that's happening here. And I thought it's very fitting message for the end of a year where Miss Mary Jane became quite the queen, didn't she? So this is by a doctor named Julie Holland, who I hope to speak to very soon. If you're out there, holla at your girl. And I'm just going to read some passages. I'm thrilled that so much attention has been paid lately to the therapeutic effects of medicinal cannabis, whether to kill cancer cells or treat post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm encouraged by the inroads made by drug policy reform toward ending mass incarceration and implementing harm reduction strategies. It's all great progress and we should be proud. But there has been a dearth of discussion about all that cannabis can do for us spiritually to feed our souls, to transcend, and to connect on a higher plane. Until now. From the sadhus, I'm definitely saying that wrong, of India, to the Rastafarians of Jamaica, the ritual use of this ancient plant is a keystone in the archway of enlightenment for many indigenous tribes and collectives. Co-evolving on this earth with us for millennia, cannabis is one of our planet's most magical gifts, a medicine for body and soul. It's no wonder that so many religions have chosen to make it central to their dogma. Like music or math, it's a universal language. Ain't that right? These days in America and Canada, no doubt, I'm afraid that materialism is our dogma. We amass, we hoard, we fawn over our possessions to prevent fear, to feel like we belong. Capitalism fuels the fire, enabling our acquiring, stoking the fires of fear-mongering that necessitates the soothing. We buy, we spend, and work to support it all. Fuck. And pay the rent. <laughs> and there are so many among us who are addicted to greed, to power, to newer, to more. For some, it's never enough. This is where pot comes in. It's a way to opt out. Temporarily, at least, of the rat race, cannabis can unlock us from our habitual way of doing things. And more importantly, of thinking about things. It pulls us out of our forward-leaning vector, Encouraging us to hang back, wait a bit, and see how things feel before rushing into anything. It puts us in touch with our deepest longings and our truest feelings. It enables contemplation and reflection. Planting a seedling and waiting for it to grow. 
teaches one to live in earth time, not clock time. Gardening is therapeutic for body and mind, no doubt soul. Tending to this plant can quell not only nausea and pain, but the emptiness, the disconnection that is one of the many symptoms plaguing our populace. It's doing the Lord's work, or the goddess's work, so to speak. I'm sorry, I'm ad-libbing. Sorry, Julie. We've got to get ourselves back to the garden. Grow and give is the ultimate anti-capitalist, subversive act. This is shareware in its finest hour. There's no patenting of flower. I don't know that that's true anymore. How can one plant facilitate group work, yoga, shamanism, and meditation? How can it spark creativity, enable artistic expression, and allow people to connect with their deepest truths? The burgeoning flower of this female plant unlocks the yin, the receptive energy in us all. It can help us to feel connected to nature, to each other, and more importantly, most importantly, to ourselves. Open your heart and your mind and take your time. Take it all in. Wonder in the glory of nature, of a cleansing breath, of a good-ass stretch. This is what we need to balance out the excess of yang energy in our world today. Bombs, bullets, rape, and corporate greed. Penetrating energies all. How can we be locking people up for possessing the keys to the kingdom, the queendom, for distributing a bomb that is good for what ails us? I know as a physician, partner, and mother that balance and homeostasis are what keeps us healthy. It is what keeps our relationships thriving I also know that our salvation and that of the planet rests in our ability to feel connected to each other, to ourselves, to nature, and to the universal latticework of energy and light that binds us to this plane. It's amazing what seeds we've planted and what's since grown. And I hope this episode inspires us to take the wonder and the connection and the power of it all back into our own hands as we together Continue to grow on and grow our own. Listen up as we grow on. Welcome, Billy. Hey, how are you? Say hi to the cannabishes. Hi, everybody. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. Me too. Is Looking this your forward first potty? Uh, it is my first potty. <laughs> okay, I've never called it that before. I'm sorry. That was weird. It sounds weird. Um, okay, so should we just dive right in? How sure. long have you been fucking growing? Uh, this is my 12th year. Stop. Yeah. Okay. So, How big did you grow this year? Uh, I had, uh, well, I had five plants. Okay. Okay, yeah. so you towed the line. Yeah, you towed the <laughs> line. Let's always tow the line, ladies and gents. Why do I keep saying that? I don't know. I think it's because I recently learned how many men are listening. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Which is why it's relevant that you're here today. Okay. There's I'm glad to be here. It's awesome. chunk of bros listening up. <laughs> I like you. Hey, guys. Hey, ladies. Okay. So first question, do you grow indoor or outdoor? Only outdoor. Only outdoor. Why? Um, I believe in the power of the sun. Oh. I sort of believe in the cleaner air. Yeah. You could have more controlled conditions inside. Okay. But I also think also when it was illegal for so many years, that sort of dissuaded me. But to maybe, keep it indoor? No, to keep it outdoors. It's just easier. So you grow it up north because no one can see it? Uh, people can see it. I mean, I used to have it in a way, as many of my friends attest, our friends, 
that it was in such an obvious place that it was not obvious. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, so on your front porch? Not on my front porch. <laughs> like, like close to where a lot of people would hang out all the time, but so close that it just blended in with the other greenery. Okay, I like it. Were you? Yeah, okay. You would all. You would not notice it. You would not notice unless it unless you were a lover of the weed. Um, even then, like people who knew, <laughs> like I used to point and be like, "I'm going to build something right there." <laughs> And they would look at it and they would have no idea that it was there. And I'd be like, no, right there. Okay. So you believe in the power of the outdoor grow. I like that. I came across a guy recently who builds these like corner cabinets that are completely scent proof and lit. And I don't know that they're irrigated, but they're like all set up to basically grow in your apartment. Yeah. Did you do that? Um, I've been thinking about it, but I'm like, I like growing outdoors so much that I would do that just to have good genetics that I could keep alive for many years. Like one of the saddest things I have is when I have a plant with amazing genetics. Like one of my girls is just amazing. <laughs> I love that you keep calling them your girls. They're my girls. I used to- <laughs> when you arrived and said you give your girls distilled water, I only drink distilled water if you guys don't know this. Um, definitely I'll have an episode on that. And <laughs> Billy said he only gives his girls distilled water. I thought he was talking about his dogs. Yeah. Your girls. My girls. I should have known. They're like my children. So. Are they named? Um, I used to name them. I get away from them now and I just keep it to what the strain is. But yeah, I used to name. Okay. So one of the saddest things is when your girls, what? When I have to like chop them down. Like I can't keep the genes alive. So I don't know what that means. Um, so like if you wanted to use your trimmings, some of your lower branches, you might take off, which is good for the plant, gets it more air. There's, it focuses more of the energy up to the top of the plant, the buds that you want, instead of like the little small popcorn ones. So what do you do with the trimmings? Don't you? So what you can them? do is you can clone, like you can make a whole plant off that. Oh. So like if you cut it, it's not that difficult. You can Google it. But if you cut the the branch at the right spot mm. on the right angle, it'll grow roots. Put in some rooting solvents, some rooting hormones, and then yeah, it'll grow roots. Mm. And that's how like that's what a clone is. When you hear people so refer to clones. So that's why you buy clones versus mothers. I only know this from watching a recent weed um, episode. If you're growing from seed, if you're growing with regular seed, you might get boys. Boys are not good. Yeah. Okay. Boys are bad and they can... They're not, sorry. They're not bad. But in they a, can In a situation, sprinkle. well, to go back to your question where I was, where I was, would I ever go indoors? Maybe I would, if I had a boy, I could keep it and then make my own strain by mixing it with some other strain. That's why there's been like a huge proliferation of strains. It's like people are just experimenting and... Crossbreeding. Like crossbreeding and just there's so many, like it's insane. Correct. It's insane like how many strains there are right now. Like every time someone has pot now, it's like the same strain. So what are your strains? Do you want to tell me or no? Sure, I'll tell you. So I'll give a plug. The House of the Great Gardeners, who he's got my seeds from for years. Okay. They're out in BC on the island and they're fantastic. Like I can't say enough about their their strains. So some of my greatest girls, one of them, for example, like I, I, I was Afghani back then. Now it's called GG number one. Ooh, I like a GG. But that's a strain, but it's Afghani. Afghani is a good strain. It is. It's a nice smell. But yeah. I had one that I called the prom queen because she was <laughs> like unbelievable. <laughs> Although every year, every year the prom queen is more and more beautiful and bigger. And Ooh, she thrives. She okay, thrives. I saw a picture of you and you are a large, how tall are you? Uh, like six and a half feet, six, five. Six five. So, I saw a picture of you beside one of your girls, and she she, she looked yeah. like a Christmas tree towering over you. It was a big one. How the fuck did that happen? Um. So a lot of it's like a lot the conditions that you give the plant, right? So obviously having a grow a great growth cycle is good. So if they have nice good sun. The summer was actually great up at the cottage because it wasn't as hot as the city, 
and I was able to water them on a pretty, pretty regular basis. Um, so that was good. But, so was that the prom queen? No. No, this year was actually, this was not the greatest year. So the, like the veg, the vegetative cycle was incredible right up until Labor Day or a little bit after Labor Day. And then it was like the worst flower period ever. It was Why? just, it just didn't, it was like rainy every day. It was cold, like really cold. They just, so they weren't it, happy. So does that, what does that mean for a total noob? So vegetative means the leaves are growing and then flower means the buds. So there's like three stages, I guess. Like seedling okay. is, I guess, I don't know, a couple, a couple weeks, a few weeks, maybe. Sprouting. Yeah, sprouting. So that's if you started with a, with a seed. Okay. Obviously, what some people will do, what I was talking about with the, the grow tents or whatever, having that kind of thing in your house, would be to get started maybe earlier in the year. So say in January or February, so I could have a nice, healthy mother plant, and then I can make like a ton of clones off the bottom. Although I guess I could never do that because I'm only supposed to grow four. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically. Per household or per person? Uh, I think it's, I think it's be per, per person. I think you could do it per person. It's got to be per person. It's got to be per person. But so... So if you do, if you have a corner, you can start any time of year. But if you're doing what you're doing, you can only do it a certain time of year. Yeah. I mean, you have to work with, so, so it's what I was saying. A seedling is the first couple of weeks, few weeks. And that's just taking it from a seed until it's a little teeny tiny, like couple inches tile, tall, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Um, and I'll warn everyone, by the way, when you're doing that, sometimes I put a fan on it a little bit because you want them if you're going to grow them outdoors, they have to come, they have to mimic that outdoor, like outside there's a breeze. Breezy. So they're going to be blowing around a little bit. So you don't want to be like blowing them over like a hurricane, but you want them to be blowing a bit so they get stronger. And it's funny, like you can actually see them, their, like their spine starts to stiffen up like mm-hmm. after like a couple hours. Yeah, we respond like, to our conditions. Yeah, too. by the next day or two, it's crazy. So anyway, so you do that for a few weeks and then I guess they're in their vegetative state. So if you're doing it indoors, mm-hmm. you might be doing like a, like maybe 24 hours full light just to just get it to grow as fast as it can. One of those pink lights, right? That's part of the reason I want to do it. I just want one of those pink lights. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> the are different pretty. colors. They are pretty, yeah. Well, it looks gorgeous too. Like, they look, if you have like a nice, especially great genetics, like right? you've been doing this for a while. So you've been doing it for years to the listeners. Like, you get into this. Because like, I'll tell you, 12 years ago, by the way, I was the worst. Like, it was ridiculous how bad it oh, was. Oh, you should see how bad my crop was from this year. Yeah. Like, like there is no buds. All it is like long, hairy, trimmy things that yeah. I don't guess we didn't clip off. And it just, it was, it, I've smoked, I think it has PM, powdered okay. mildew. Like, it's just yeah. a disaster. It is, it is tough. So like, don't be thrown off if you do it. Like, I'm going to do it again. What's cool though is like now there's so many resources and you can do it like openly. Like I was doing it like really guerrilla style. Like I didn't want my family to know I was doing it. Right. Like my family's only known for the last couple of years, right? And do they partake? So I'll tell you, back in the day, it used to be three plants was a, was a, like a fine. Okay. Like it was like an, it was not a criminal record. You didn't get docked. There was no there was like no badness that came out of it. Other thing had to pay a fine. I think it was like five hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. I'd so like, and you could grow up to three. Yeah. So that's what I did. But then, and I think Harper actually passed that law, but then he later changed it or it was changed to, um, like anything was a, was a, was a crime. Uh, and so like, I, yeah. so I, I guess I bought, I guess I, okay. Bought, so then you came out. I can't, Oh yeah. Well, I came out a little bit. It was more that I wanted to put them in places because it was like where I put them in an effort to not be obvious. I didn't even go there very often. Like I didn't go water them or tend to them very much. Right. Cause like, it was in a place like when I say it was Hidden. obvious, I mean like it was obvious, like the whole neighborhood. Like imagine if you put it like, like on the, on the it was like on, in a planter on your front steps or whatever. Like it was like that in your off. face, but it just blended in. There's like yeah. a lot of greenery up okay. there because it's nature, right? 
you know what's funny? People say like, well, how are you, how do you, what are you still talking about? How are you still talking about cannabis? I still, and there's an un, there's an endless amount of stuff to talk to talk about once you get into it. And, uh, in my grower group, they're very, 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 very proud of their girls. Like they're very proud of their babies. They're sharing photos of how beautiful and thrive, you know, thriving and flush their leaves look every day. And they do, they do truly look like beautiful plants. Oh my God. <laughs> Billy just pulled out his phone. <laughs> Mine is all like selfies and screenshots of like flower punanis. And this is literally every single one. It's a, it's a special folder. It's but a yes. picture of his gosh. They're my girls. I'm so proud of them. They're, they're, they're like my little beautiful. children. They call those them my girls, girls to me. Yeah, they're like, are how are your girls doing? Yeah, right? It's funny. They should have names. I feel like they deserve them if you love them this much. I think so too. Can, can you take I, maybe a I'll look? Maybe go back to it. Then. Look to your right. Look at those. Look at my. I know. <laughs> look at the plants in the corner. They're dead. You can pick it up. So like, I was never great with house plants. I was the same way. It's mm-hmm. weird because like you get. I guess you need my to get money trees thriving. So yeah, yeah I yep, think if yep. you're like emotionally invested in whichever yes. one you want to like, you need to be emotionally invested in. Like they need. So I was talking about growing outdoors. Like I believe in the spiritualness of it as well. Like if you're happy plants, like they're outside, it's like the good sunshine. Yeah. They're like up at a cottage. They have like a beautiful view. So sunshine, but also you believe in the power of the moon. Let's talk a little bit about this. So part of the reason I was totally intrigued by you and what you're doing, not only because you obviously grow beautiful gauche, uh, was because you grow according to the moon cycle and you are connected to the zodiac and the moon moon cycle grows in a way that not very many people have spoken about uh, and that I find very intriguing as somebody who's also very connected to the moon cycle. And uh, Newton is my name after all. So I, you know, we spoke a little bit about this with the sisters. I can't recall what episode they were. I think episode three or four, but we haven't talked about it since then. Tell me Mo. Okay. So I don't, I'm not like a hundred percent the best at like doing all the mending to my girls once they're like big and growing. Cause there's a lot, you can get like really deep in the lunar stuff and like the, the astrology stuff. But for me, I'll keep it simple for everyone today and just say that I look for the certain qualities that you want, like certain. And I started, this was like Googling cause I was telling you earlier, like 12 years ago, like I was legitimately, I think a little too much and I think about like how the internet works and how it's like really the matrix. So you want to be like everything you do online is going to be there for forever. So every Google search that I do is going to be there. So I didn't want to like Google search like how to grow weed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Because you, I don't know, maybe overthought it, whatever. So I would look at the farmer's almanac and try to learn what I could get from, I guess, non-cannabis related publications and whatnot. And then I found, actually, I think I think if you Google Gorilla Weed Farmer, hmm. that's like the first site that I sort of found. And it's so like 1999, like it's really basic website, okay. but it's full of like lots of good stuff. It's like super basic font, but it's great. It's full of goodness. And he talks a little bit about this lunar stuff. So anyway, so I look for a waxing moon, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, the first from a new moon, the first quarter, first half, but ideally the first quarter after that. Waxing moon, and then I look for, um, you want a feminine sign, ideally, 
So sign of the, the zodiac using the astrology. Ooh. And then if you go like deeper, I look intramonth, like every two and a half days of the month is also a sign of the zodiac. So there's like an intramonth zodiac on top of like the twelve month zodiac. Day of the week thing being masculine or feminine or Well it's like it goes in the same cycle it goes in the same cycle it would over a twelve month period. Okay. So that same twelve cycles that it goes through, the okay. twelve the twelve the, the different moons. It does that over a 30-day period, I suppose. It's not an actual 30-day period. But you can look up. I just Google the calendars and you can find out what it is. So I would look for feminine is a good time. Feminine. Intracycle, is that what it's called? So like (laughs) I would look for a waxy moon and a feminine Feminine month month. and like a feminine day. Okay. So like this year I got to do double Taurus, which was really cool. Because Taurus is sort of like late April to late May. Okay. So it's like a good, it's a nice feminine month. And that's just for like a month or two because I don't put them outside until early June. Okay. And then, because you want to get past the frost date. Yeah. And then once it's early June, at that point, they're already in like vegetative state. So if you're doing it inside, that's what I was saying earlier. If you did like 18 or 24 hours of straight light, they're going to grow like crazy. They grow really fast. And then indoors, what they do is they like turn off the lights. They play with the light schedule. Right. So as soon as the plant gets 12 and 12, 12 hours of, of light, 12 hours of darkness, although it's different outdoors, I'll talk about it in a sec. But once they get 12 and 12, they go into flower mode. And then once you keep them on that light cycle, that's when they turn like their nice buds. Once you get them going, they grow like crazy. If you do it inside, they don't grow as fast, but they grow quickly. Okay. So the nuns told us that they planted according with the new moon. And they harvested with the full moon. Is that an oversimplification of the process or? Yeah. I mean, there's more to it than that. I mean, you can start, like I said, I just germinate. I mean, I do a little bit more You've than just germinating. You've talked about this, the planting, but you haven't talked about the harvesting. No, I haven't. So there's like that. I was getting to the, ve- I talk a lot. <laughs> I was getting to the vegetative state where like, they're going to grow like crazy. So if they go through the vegetative state. So from that point, sort of, I guess, mid-May for me when I germinate them and on, they grow like crazy. They love the sun. Um, They want to be well fed, but they're weird. They're weeds. So like you don't, they like a little bit of stress, which sounds really cruel because you don't want to be mean, but think of it as you're like a stern parent with your children. Okay. Right. Like sometimes you need to do (laughs) tough love. Sometimes you need to do tough love. You need need to do what's best for them. So they're going to grow like mad until, as I said, for me, it's usually like, over the years, it's always been mid or like the August 20th, okay. 25th, maybe. And then at that point, they go into flower. And that's when the plant starts thinking like, wow, there's not a lot of daylight. It knows because it knows how much daylight it's going to have. So when it gets a certain amount, it realizes it's going to die soon. Mm. So in nature, what they do is the boys are out there to pollinate the girls. Mm-hmm. So if there's Nanners. boys and girls... Nanners, okay. Nanners That's what they're called. Okay, I didn't know that. The, that. the guys in my grow group got so upset because one of his girls sprouted nanners. And oh, then all, okay. I'm like, yeah. she basically grew a deek. I've had them. And then all of the other guys were like, well, you got to be careful when you clip the nanners because they could basically. Well, you need to get them like quick. She could, yeah, she could like. Because like you don't want germinate. the pollen Yeah, yeah, like just germinate. in the air. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Like it's they're so airborne, you, bitches. When you, like, when you get like really baggy, like really baggy weed back in the day, back when like pot was like so different than it is now. Here's a boy, by the way. So I had to, I had to kill, I had to take him out back like old yeller and put him down. 
But I like I immediately got him away. I put it in a bag. I went and like I didn't dispose yeah, it of it. Yeah, it looks weird. Like I literally like cut it down very carefully, stuck it in a bag. You can see the pollen sacks hadn't opened or anything. I love it. We just have to like trash the boys. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Let the ladies thrive. You know what I'm Unless saying? Unless you have... Like, Elevate the, upper... the female. I, I think so. <laughs> the, female, the females respond the best. So give them the attention. It's the female flower that's healing the earth. Who's kitten who? Okay, so talk me through the last stage of the game. Flowering. 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 Flowering's <laughs> the fun part. Ooh, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's cool when you see them getting bigger to the veg stage. Okay. They just get bigger, like every week. They, like they Christmas get, trees, they, they go, get, grow up. They grow up. Like once they hit flower, they don't really grow much in size. If that makes sense, they flush out. Yeah, they flush, flush out. out. They fill out, right? Mm-hmm. They're like a scrawny teenager. Then all of a sudden, they start like putting on weight where you want to. Put I mean, on you're weight. seeing the symmetries here, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like neat when they're flowering because all of a sudden the nose, like a beautiful flower, starts to grow. And actually, actually you, flowers. Actually, well, you tell me. Like I'll show you. I think you see. Remember some of the ones I sent yeah, you in the did. summertime? Yeah, you did. I'll show some of the ones from last year. Okay, well, go. they can't see. Oh, like, my God. They're purple. They're, they're hot pink. It's like pink and purple. So is this pink kush? Uh, I think it's purple kush. So that, it's purple kush, yeah. So that was the... This is I, super purple, first. That's the genes. That's the genetics. <gasps> this the is first one of the most beautiful pot. photos I've ever seen. I know. Like, do you should put this on the gram, man. I know. I'm not on Instagram. I stay you need to get You need to get off Facebook and get on the gram. Yeah. It's all the I'm same. Kinda, I'm trying to be on both It don't matter. Though. But like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I've got other ones. I mean, I won't. The listeners, it's not fair for them I to know. Hear. Well, maybe we'll do a little montage because you've got quite a little uh, photogra- eye for photographing your ladies. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Because you, you see my <laughs> Paint me ones. like one of your French girls, Jack. <laughs> um. But yeah, when they flower, like, they get beautiful like that. And the reason that one, wow. I think, gets pink I and had purple, no idea. That, I think, is because it's up north. It gets really cold nights. Mm. So I'm, on a, I'm in a unique spot where I'm on an island in the middle of a good-sized lake. Mm. So what works to my benefit is on those cold nights, and there's nights where like I'm like looking at the weather to see if it's going to frost. Because you want it to? Like a light frost, you could get away with outside. But a hard frost, like you're playing with fire like you're yeah, probably right. gonna get mold it's gonna get like bud rot or buditis because they get wet and they then get they wet and soggy and like especially I, i'm an indica man more than a sativa man yeah so like by i like my indica dominance yeah. <laughs> that'll take it down purple kush and that by the way was that was from my very first like i got a really really seedy bag of good pop it was really seedy okay and it was like really seedy so my buddy and i have been the two of us both got weed from the same guy and like We've been growing it for years. Like literally, this is my twelfth year. I've been growing that strain. So I'm Did almost you bring out me of those some seeds? seeds. No, I don't because I'm almost out of them. And I don't know. Like it was like back in the day when people would say it was purple Kush, but like right. that was back when like you'd say Kush and people are like, "Take my money!" Right? Everyone just wanted Kush. Like it was you so couldn't absurd. get really quality weed back in the day, right? Hmm. Or it's hard. I mean, you could, but but those shit that would story. take you down for sure. Here's what I want to talk about: is the actual like clip like the takedown and clip and like harvesting or should we look at the weed i keep eyeing the weed you brought me which i will go quickly Just which keep... girl is it i want to know which girl this one was renee so it renee. Again. <laughs> So that's the actual strain name right so that's oh a house i never heard of her it's amazing i love her she smells so good Do oh. like it. Yeah, I have to smell it now. renee let me sniff you I smell the terpene 
So anyway, with, with the flowering, as I was saying before, like they're gonna every, the flower gets bigger, and it takes usually seven, eight weeks if it's an indica, okay. maybe nine, and it might be 10, 11, 12 if it's a sativa. Oh, okay. So I don't really grow sativas outdoors because they just don't get. Like my girls even suffer a little bit because they're not getting enough direct sunlight that time of year. Okay. Like I face south and west and there's just, if I, <laughs> this is going to be my next fight with my brother. If I take down a couple trees, Uh-oh. as terrible as it sounds. No. Well, I know, but like Sad. my, we haven't done a lot of wood tree work in a while. So like they're overgrown and like a you forest is healthiest in. when you actually like manage it prune. properly. So if you take, yeah, prune a, like a tree here and there, it actually makes it better for the, everybody else. And mm-hmm. I'm on like a really rocky, mm-hmm. like it'll blow your mind to see the way, like you can see the roots growing into the rocks and then into the, like coming out of the rocks and into the lake just to get water. Yeah. But anyway. Interesting. As they flower for me, they're not getting as much sun as I like. So okay. that, that's another reason for being inside. You can really control the environmental conditions perfectly. But I believe like spiritually that they like to be outside. And you were saying earlier that it's fluffy. Like my stuff, it doesn't like, some of my ones are dense. This is the first year ever that I had nice, like really tight, dense buds. Yeah. But usually. It's supposed to look pot, like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, you're not, you're not. It's hard That's to explain. what sativa, like when you go to Jamaica, I have never been to Jamaica, but when you go to Belize and you get like island weed and it's sativa dominant, like good stuff, it's fluffy. And I don't know. I just I had thought I did something wrong because in in the pruning with mine because it was fluffy looking and not like super dense, hard, crystally like that it often looks like from the dispensary. I I describe it. Is like that this. hydro? That's to- well, it's, is it's, that it's, it's based indoor. on like, how it's, you it's grow. Partly because they're like perfect environmental conditions. Mm-hmm. But like and the. What's interesting now that it's a legal market is they're all tested. So, like, they can't put dodgy stuff in their cannabis. Right. They're and still a putting lot a lot of, of like, chemicals in, though. There are a lot of people that are, like... like or... Because I'm all... I'm all I never, we haven't mentioned this before. I'm all organic. Like, organic soil. I make my own soil. Like, I don't give it any fertilizer at all. So, it is possible to grow ganache organic? Uh, it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my... I think my girls suffer because I had used some fertilizers in the past. Yeah. Like, good ones. Clean ones. Um, and I'm about to try a new one this uh, coming spring. My buddy from university actually has a company called Refertilizer, like Refer. Okay. Like fertilizer. That's funny. Refertilizer. And I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what it's like because it's, it's clean, organic nutrients. Nutrients, yeah. Which I'm okay with. I just never believe guys that say they're organic. I don't necessarily... Mm-hmm. If you go deep, you can get it. But anyway, they put a lot of junk... Some of the illegal guys, because they, they don't really care. They don't know who their customer is. They don't know who the end user is. So it's just like make money. It's the genetics of that strain. Plus. Which I think was Purple Kush. Hardiness. And then the coldness, because at night what happens is it gets really cold. And the plant thinks it might die. Mm-hmm. So that's why it puts so much. It's good. It puts so much growth into it. It's like, because in the wild, the boy has hopefully like gotten some pollen on the girl. Mm-hmm. So that flower is going to be really seedy. And so that's nature's way, that's the plant's way of carrying on its life because it will die and then all the seeds will fall down on the ground and hopefully the next year one of those seeds will sprout and that plant will grow again. So that's how it stays alive. Are you talking about the male? If there's a male and a female like in nature, yeah, that's the natural course. Like that's what happens. But you want to get the boys out because you don't want seeds. I was wondering if they... Th- they got really vibrant in color because they were expending so much energy trying to stay alive. So like every, 
all this goodness and like zhuzh and like chi like flushed to the ends of their flowers and all that kind of thing. And then they get to wake up in the morning and like, oh my God, they're that much stronger. It's such a metaphor for life. I think so. With every like challenge. You can't prove it, but you believe it or you don't. So that's what I believe in, right? Like I think they really do like being up there. I'm Mm -hmm. nice to them. I talk to them. My brother loves to mock me. Energy is real. No, energy is real. They feel love. Yeah, they do. (laughs) I keep looking at dead thing in the corner um okay okay so now take me down so flower once once you've had your seven eight weeks for an indica or 10 12 for a sativa then they're they're ready to harvest Mm -hmm. so um the ways you can tell you can look i actually find with smartphones now if you have a good camera on your phone if you use flash at night you can get a picture that's so detailed of the crystals if you zoom in that you can really see the crystals because you want to look for if it's clear it's probably a little bit too early it's gonna be more of a cerebral high if it's like amber or misty i should say misty like a little bit cloudy okay. that's kind of the best time to do it cool. and then if you want like a couch lock one every strain is different but if you want like more of like a the potency body buzz, uh-huh go for the amber one yeah what so it's like, just and- about literally how long it like seeps in its juices yeah it's like how ready it's like you know, it's a flower, like, just, like, it's a, like a rose will boiling keep growing. Down sugar. A rose will like, even after it's full bloom, think of like a rose like a day after full bloom. Mm-hmm. So there is too long. I went too long before mm-hmm. where I've gotten cheeky and I've learned to not like, don't fight it. Just go with the flow. Okay. And Interesting. like go with what nature gives you. And if it's ready to go, it's ready to go. Okay. So on that note, you told me which moon to harvest with. Yeah. Well, I, I when you do, you do want to harvest during the moon ideally, but. Which re- moon? Was it waning? Uh, no, waxing moon is for growing. And then you, when did for, like for when you germinate? And then when do you harvest the full moon? Um, to be honest, I think I've only once. I can't remember if it's a full moon. I looked it up this year because I never get like every year. I don't get the opportunity to like. Oh. Har- it's outdoors, right? Like I do it when nature tells me I have to you do it. You go by the flower. So like I'm looking at like a weather app, being like, shit, it's going to be zero. Right. And what I was saying earlier is like when I'm lucky, I'm on an island. So the lake, it's a big lake. So the lake is warmer than the outside air. Mm-hmm. So the lake will keep it a couple of degrees warmer where the, where my girls are in the summertime than it will in the mainland. So I can get away with like two degrees. I'll like chance it because it'll be two degrees for like an hour or two. And hopefully it won't get frosty and we're okay, but you never know. But basically you have to go up when the weather dictates it's time to chop them down. If you go outdoor in Canada. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Okay. If I was in like Columbia, it'd be a whole different story. I'd have like 12 and 12, perfect light. It's warm all year. Yeah, you could do it all year, right? Like you mentioned you have a lot of listeners in California. I'm jealous of you guys because you could probably, in a lot of places in Cali, you could probably grow, if not all year, you could do for like a substantial chunk of the year. Like maybe the winter months mm-hmm. might not be ideal, but otherwise you could grow. You could Three have like quarters m- of the year. Yeah, you could have multiple. Interesting. And you could probably keep a mama alive. Like you could, I'm, I would think in Cali, you could probably keep a mother alive on your windowsill mm-hmm. and with a couple of lamps. And I mean like not lamps, like hydroponics guy lamps. I'm talking like an Ikea lamp. I have an old crappy Ikea lamp. I just wouldn't put like a 13 watt fluorescent bulb in. Hmm. And you can get, I mean, you can spend as little as you want or up to, you can buy like nicer bulbs. So I have nicer bulbs now, but they're not crazy expensive, but you can keep, that will just augment the extra daylight that it wants. Because when I said 12 and 12, it's not going to like that. So wintertime, for example, when you have not a lot of yeah. daylight. So what? So your mothers are dead? 
Oh yeah. Oh, well, my mother's. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that sounds terrible. <laughs> my, my my girls, I should say. I never get to keep a mother. They die. I mean, like every year. I'm going to experiment with growing some earlier so that I can have a mother plant to clone a few off. But then what experiment. happens? Well, I mean, like you can't. For me, if I was like a commercial guy and I could grow like hundreds or thousands of plants, yeah, kind of like rock and roll. But, but I'm so a hobby you have to guy, start right? from so a seed a every year. Yeah, start from a seed every year. Oh my gosh! Like you can get clones. I mean, one of the beautiful things about clones is like they have the genetics of whatever the mother plant's genes were. Hmm. That's what the clone's gene's going to have. So that's what I was saying. If I have like amazing genetics, then yep. what I would do when it's in veg state, keep a spray. So maybe in veg state, as I said, goes to like late August. So sometime maybe like in July, mm-hmm. mid July, I would like clone off. I would take her. And I would cut off some of those lower branches and make clones. Okay, so where does a noob begin? Okay, because uh, I don't have we talked about cultivation? Should we keep going mm. on that? I should go on about that because that, okay. that that feeds in what I was saying before. So with cultivation, like it's all about the dry and the cure. Like once everyone, sorry, say it again. It's all about the dry, like drying process oh. and the curing process, right? Okay. Like this is this is where like. The, this is why the new legalization here in Canada, I guess the guys in Cali and certain states in the U.S., this is where it's amazing for us because you know you're going to get clean stuff and you know that they're doing it in the right way and hopefully you'll be able to pick, you know, your... What you like your the craft. most. People, some guys want to drink Budweiser. Some guys want to drink like craft beer that like nobody knows about. Mm. And there's there's stuff like that. I can't actually speak to who they are, but there's a... I think a company in Vancouver, I won't even know their name because I don't know if they're supposed to be doing it, but they have like a curated, all you can buy is an eighth, three and a half grams. That's it. That's the only size you can buy. And I don't think it's like limited. Like I think you can't order limited like batch. 20 of them. You can yeah. order like maybe a couple eights and that's it. Of special, special, of special stuff. flour. And they're, I think their vibe, as I've been told, like, this is not direct for them. This is from my buddy who was touting them, is that they want a lot of people they want to like spread the love to a lot of people, right? They they think they grow like really clean, awesome cannabis. Mm. That's the way. That's what I I'm so proud of my girls. Like <laughs> I know, love the it. listeners can't hear. It's you real can see love. Me beaming. No, yeah. they can hear. They can hear. I love it. It's real love. I want to do it. I want this connection and engagement too. The way I want to grow my own veggies, I would want. I don't know what I've been smoking, right? I love cannabis. Yeah. I love it. Obviously, every single strain makes me feel different. Different grows of different strains kind of land different ways. And I'm like you, where I truly believe that the plant is spirited. This is the spirit plant. And that how it's grown and the conditions and the energy and the love or lack thereof um, – lands on the consumption okay so drying and the curing drying and curing is um it's easy but you have to be disciplined Mm. you what i do is some people hang the whole plant if you have the space line the whole plant upside down for that's what i've seen like a week or two and there's people that believe that there's like thc i guess in the stems and that if you give it a chance to sort of like flow down as the plant even though you've cut it down, the plant's still alive, right? That's why I talk about drying and curing. Like, there's still energy. stuff going on. Yeah, there's still energy going on in that flower. So I like to do a slow dry. I don't do the whole. Pl- I don't do the whole. I don't hang her up. St- I don't hang them upside down completely. I'll cut off like large branches. Yeah. 
and I just get like a, I have like a laundry rack, you know, it's like laundry drying mm-hmm. rack, folding things. And you clip them. And I just, yeah, I, get, I bought this like metal wire stuff from Dollarama and you can just like cut little pieces off and, yep. tr- and just whatever. I so just, you like, hang them upside down. Yeah, I just hang them upside down. Hang dry. Um, and I do it for, I try and do it for at least a week, definitely two. You sort of like wait and see. You don't want the stems to snap. You want them to still be a little bit bendy. But you can tell that a lot of the moisture has gone out. You want it in a cool, dark place. Mm-hmm. Not like super cool. Part of my problems that I don't like at the cottage is that it's like sometimes it's really cold at night. Right. So in an ideal situation, I think you want it, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like 60 degrees Okay. for like the curing. You want it to be cool and dark. And that gives the, that, the, the life, that living, that living stuff that's still going on, the process that's still going on in the flower. It gives it time to continue doing its process. So once I've dried it for a week or two, um, I sometimes will put it in paper bags, but now I'm more into doing the slower dry. You put in the paper bags, if you do it that way, to wait till the stem snaps. Okay. And once the stem snaps, there's probably the moisture's out of it the right way or enough. And that's when she goes in the, or that's when they go in the jars. So I okay. fill up the glass jars. I should have like prepared all my photos so I could show you so the listeners could hear you seeing it. <laughs> but you put it in the jars and you give it, um, I think, as little as two weeks. Okay. But I personally like, I believe the curing process goes on like for many months after. Like wine. Yeah. Like it just, the THC content, if it's cured properly, will actually increase right. with time. As sort of like the, I don't know if it's the chlorophyll, whatever it is in the, in the plant. When you have, you get that a chance to sort of like the, the energy process returns into THC, I guess. Hmm. So curing is the, it makes all the difference with your weed. And that's the problem. I guess where I was going back to like the, the new legal market is you're growing, hopefully from guys that have at least cured it for a couple weeks. You're not getting these guys that do like a flash. Like I remember like in the nineties, like when we were kids, like you'd have like the shittiest weed out there. It was terrible. Sorry for swearing, but it was terrible. Like it was schwack. Cause you just couldn't like you get whatever Shwack. you get. Right. It was like, so yeah, you take, you took what you got. It was terrible. I mean, I didn't smoke weed in high school. I smoked weed once and thought I was going to die. <laughs> Yeah, because you started in recent years, right? I started, I started when I started up, started up again. I started when I dated your our mutual friend. Okay, and yeah, he likes to he likes to do that. He likes it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Except he would always sink, sink into the couch and like turn on the television. And then I started. I just was so creative. Okay, I was just everything started blooming and. My work went from good to great, and I started writing poetry and Sweet. singing songs, and just like I thrived on it. That was like ten years ago. I I have smoked it a lot longer. I mean, I smoked it a bit in high school, more hash. Like, that's what you get when we like, I could get hash. That was what you get easily back then. Um, like doing like BTS. If you remember BTS and beer bottles, like dirty ways. I don't know, but all I know is I saw him doing hot knives once. I was like, oh, what the knives. fuck is happening? Hot knives. <laughs> But you know, I I wasn't uh, I, I I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed some hash. Anyway, so um, talk to me about where a noob begins. So it starts, and like I said earlier, don't be afraid. Like just get some seeds. I mean, you can go like Google like seeds. I'll <laughs> give I'll give another plug to another site that I think is great. There's a site called Leafly. Yeah, Leafly is amazing. Such a good uh, resource for a lot of stuff. Okay, so are we going to smoke it? Yeah, let's smoke it. What's her name again? Renee, Um, Renee, Renee? The strain name is Renee. Renee? She did not have an actual name. So first I need to decide if I'm going indoor or outdoor. Yes. Right? Yeah. Then I need to decide 
what my reservoir is. Yes. What the fuck is that? Um, I like Renee, by the way. She's nice, yeah. Everyone seems to like her. It's funny because I have a buddy who only really likes sativas, or I don't think he even necessarily knows what he likes, to be honest, but he's trying to figure it out. He's paying attention now to strains. I thought I thought I was a sativa diva, and then I went through an episode of my life where like I couldn't have sativa at all. Yeah, dude. Most people most people think they're like they hear that like sativa is a more like it cerebral got hot high, for a while. got hot, for and a while. that indica is more couch lock, which is sort of true. But like, and people assume they want to have a cerebral high, but like for me, my brain goes Mach five like at normal speed. For me, it's my so anxiety. Like, my heart. Me is too. Like, That's what I mean. Like, it gives me, sativa gives me anxiety. Yeah. Right. Especially and indica lemon. like calms my anxiety. Anything so like. Lemon. Um, I will have, I'm an overthinker. So my brain or will just Congolese. be working. It doesn't mean thinking about terrible things. It just means thinking about stuff I don't need to be thinking about. First, you need to choose indoor outdoor. Next, you need to choose what you're growing in. And by that, I mean, apparently, what kind of like soils or whatever this thing called cocoa coir is, and then whatever a reservoir is. So talk to me about those things. I always do soil. Because I'm an outdoor guy. Right. Um, the indoor guys, I mean, like, you can do What's it. What's cocoa coir? Cocoa, I think, is like a cocoa husk or something like that. Is it's that something ha- coconut related. Oh, yeah. she likes it. She likes it a lot. So I think it's just a, it's an alternative. I mean, you can grow on rock wool if you know what rock wool is. Like, that's sometimes, I can experiment. I tried that a little bit this year. I didn't pH balance the water first, so that was my problem. Oh. But anyway, with the rock wool, think of, like, steel wool. It's actually kind of similar, and it's like a little cube for seedlings, you can have a little cube and the roots will grow through the rock wool. And as long as you keep the rock wool, as long as you keep moisture in there, right. they're okay with that. Okay. Because like a lot of indoor growers will use fertilizers. Yes. Right? Like I said, the legal guys will not be using like bad ones. The illegal guys, some guys were like cool spiritual dudes. Some guys were like putting stuff that you couldn't put in food. Like non, I don't know what the Canadian version is, but not like non FDA approved. Meth. Like <laughs> not math, but just Jokes. like. Like like some GMO, I like got you. some terrible, terrible, just, st- like miracle Girl, like probably like terrible stuff. Like, stuff you do not want to smoke. Your plants. I mean, if you, I have used miracle Girl before just because there's like times where I need to like get it back into, um, I need to like breathe some life back into them. Yeah. Like I've been away for a couple of weeks and um, it's not that it's, the, I think it kills the microbes in the soil. That's why I don't like to use it. And it makes the plants kind of reliant on that fertilizer. So as long as you keep using the fertilizer. That's the problem. It's like pharma. Sorry, it's like yeah. once you're in it, you got to keep using it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, what's a reservoir? A reservoir. For me, I'll just go soil. because I'll go with what I know. I used to do it in these planters. These like plastic planters that I had drainage holes in the bottom. But now I do it in these grow sacks. Just Google like mm-hmm. growing pot grow sacks. These fabric fabric sacks with handles are great and the roots love them because the roots will grow right to the edge and they get a lot of oxygen and they don't like grow sometimes the roots if they hit the plastic they'll like start growing in weird directions trying to find water also i like like burlap versus plastic in yeah. in essence these are actually cloth so they're not even burlap well but, but like, you know cool. yeah. it's natural it's cleaner yeah plastic is not mm-hmm. the best medium um but yeah, once you get this, you mix your soil up. I go organic. I mean, you can Google. You can go like hardcore organ, organic. I think there's like some guys here in town. Called so it. hardcore organic gets organic? Yeah. <laughs> no, like it's hardcore. Like I want to go hardcore into it. And that's what. Like manure? Uh, I have used manure. Have you? Yeah. It's good to put a little manure in there. Like yeah, you need, yeah. So like 
You need to Hello, keep... I lived in Holland. That sh- place smells like shit. Well, you, 247. You need why? to keep the microbes. Like, you need to keep these the microbes in the soil alive. And they need things to chomp on, mm-hmm. like manure or like. I put dead leaves in there from the year before. Okay. Compost. Like, that's what compost is, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I want to make a compost tea, which is hardcore. You guys should be writing all this stuff down. I'm I'll writing like, it all down. Yeah, I would like just Google it all later. You'll mm-hmm. go like on a three week rabbit hole of learning right? how to grow weed. Pot, cannabis. I should use the proper lingo now. Conobal. Um, but yeah, once you get the soil going, um, and I'll do a neat thing in the soil, by the way. I will mix, I will take super absorbent diapers. <laughs> I should actually just, I should just, I should just Google it and on Amazon buy something called crystal polymer. Okay. Which is like this little, think of like a grain of, like a flack of salt or um, sand. Okay. And it will expand at 20, 30 times its weight with water. Oh. So like, like grow a boyfriend? Yeah. So I will split open these diapers. If you go in like a super absorbent diaper, it's all this cotton with crystal polymer inside. And that's what oh. absorbs. So like when your kid So you put tinkles, that in for the roots? I put them in there because for me, I used to like, I tried and spent a lot of time at my cottage now where I just like live up there. Okay. In the where do you put the crystal polymers? Crystal polymers I put in the soil. And I do that because sometimes I might not be able to feed it every day or every other day. And if it's like, remember you talk about the heat so in it Toronto? it sucks it up. Well, it sucks it up so that when you feed it, it's actually crazy. So, like, I, I used to put enough in that when I fed my girls, if I hadn't fed them for a few days and it was dry, I'd feed them. And if you came back, like, an hour later, the soil was, like, visibly higher mm. just because, the, like, the crystal polymers were expanding within it. So I just do that to for drought resistance. If you're not going to be tending your girls on a regular basis, I would encourage you to do Like, if you're just doing this at your cottage and you're not going to be there for, like, the week. Yeah. Then, and you know, because we live in Toronto and people think Toronto's like Canada, it's like freezing. We're like living in igloos like Eskimos, but it's hot as it's hot, hot, hot in the summer. Hot as Hades in the summer. Like it's gross. Like it'll be like 33 degrees and then like 38 in Humidex. It's insanity, right? So that will dry out. Like if you have them in, and I used a 15 gallon, was the biggest I've used now, 15 gallon, which is about 60 liters for our Canadian listeners, 60 liters of. Uh, space for the soil volume so that's how big the pot was that's how big the roots were but yeah the pot that's how big the root system could be okay so um the more you give it obviously like they have 15 gallon as i said and you saw that one you were referencing referencing it earlier it was just short of eight feet from like the soil up so not counting the root ball so just from like the base of the the plant so it was huge and i was really disappointed because that one just didn't get a chance to flower like it just so what happens in that case you just don't smoke it? No, no, I, I I harvest it, but it was just it's much like smaller buds. I just did not get enough sunshine. And That's goodness. what happened to mine. Okay. So what I did, and I think everyone had it. Everyone I talked to who grew pot outdoors, except for like, the guys in Toronto, actually did really well. Like my like gorilla urban farmers, mm-hmm. who are no longer gorillas anymore. <laughs> but they, I could show you some of them. And they were outdoor. Like, they're outdoor. They were urban. outdoor too. Yeah, right in their backyard. Like Hi. I encourage anyone. Like if you're some, if you live somewhere where you can legally grow your own pot. Do it. Like Toronto or Cali or whatever. Try it. Totally do it. Take, like, con- take the contr- control and power back, right? Take it back and you know like you know what you put in it. Like yeah. there's no dirtiness, exactly. you know? And exactly. that, what I said earlier, by, by the way, when I was talking about the buds, the outdoor ones are like, all light and fluffy. Mm. Imagine you go to the grocery store and you, I like Honeycrisp apples, if anyone knows apples. Like yeah, once I you love go Honeycrisp, honey you can't crisp. go back. They're like yeah. the best apple ever. But if you look at like the, 
the the regular one and the organic one. Mm. The organic one like looks good, but it looks you know it's like a little beaten up. It's not like a little mangy. It's not huge. It's not big at all. Yeah. Then you look at the like the regular price one. It's like half the price, and it's like the size of a grapefruit. It looks like a and Frankenstein. It looks, like, amazing. No, but it, no, it looks amazing. It's like beautiful. Like it looks like it's the best one ever. But if you took a bite of each of those apples, the organic one will be really good. And I guarantee the GMO one will not be as flavorful. Tasteless, yeah. So when you buy your like nice, sorry, dense, sorry. super tight nugs from dispensaries or wherever, hopefully it's really well-grown weed. But sometimes it's some guy who didn't dry it or cure it as long as he should have. Like maybe he dried it for like a couple days and then did like a really fast cure over like a week. So you're smoking like... It's just not ready. Think of um, think of like eating a really unripe strawberry that's still like not even mm. like red at all. It's like mostly green and white. Mm-hmm. Like that would not be tasty. There's nothing to it. And that's what, you know, in places where cannabis is still illegal, that's what people are having to buy. Because like people who are growing it, like do you want to risk getting caught taking a month or two waiting to get paid? No, you want to like get paid. <laughs> So they don't care what they put out. So when you grow it yourself, you know what goes in it. It's clean. Like maybe you will not feel a connection to it. Maybe you'll be like me where you call them your girls and your children. (laughs) And like every year I have new children. I love it. Well, I think this is only just the beginning of our growing conversations. You have really illuminated a lot for me today. I'm going to give this a go. Will you be my... Yeah, I'll teach Tea you. director? I'll teach you. You will, te- you will show me the way? Yeah, I will show. And I, everyone, just go get a seed, get started. You I can need find a everything seed. online. This is what I need. You can really find like everything I learned. And you got to remember, so like when you were talking about you posting the, the photo of the powdery mildew. Yes. Don't be, if you're like someone who grows, don't be the like jerk, like the like weed bro. Who's like, like powdery mildew and like poops all over people. Like you need to be supportive and like spread that love, right? Yeah. So teach people how to do it. If you know how to grow pot, be open. Tell your friends. Because like there's no reason if you can legally grow pot. Share the knowledge. Like I encourage you to do it anyway because like what the, like what are you going to do, man? It's it's almost 2019. Like let's get with it. If you're growing a plant or two, like I really, and unless you're in like some super restrictive country, like. Mm -hmm. Plant love. Like okay. China, I would not do it. But if you're like anywhere in the okay. U.S., like I can't whatever. Confirm. Okay. So just Don't do, do it. it in grow China. some, grow some seeds. Get started. Check out that gorilla weed farmer. I think it was. I'm going to. Hopefully, they have some guava seeds. And you can read it in a much more succinct manner than I have done today, rambling on. I love it. Thank you so much for your time and your knowledge. You are a wealth of information. Thank you. And uh, thanks for the Renee. Yeah. She like it a lot. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Insta at hightea.life. Like us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other things. Join our invite list and holla at your girl by visiting hightea.life.